When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Although we've come to the end of the road, of the road, of the end of the road, I can't go it's a net to I was wondering who was going to hit that. Oh, we've come. Uh, uh, it's uh, an overbeat. Uh, you take an overbeat. It's taking over bounce on the nullity beat. They know you both go to the end of the road. You already know because the story been told. Everybody ain't just young, they get old. Everybody know that silver is gold. And you're rolling the hips, they rolling the hips. Roy lay your back and do it like this. We let that go in the end for pop so we can go to pop radio with it. We smart. That's right, that crossover. That crossover magic. I don't know about that. One, two, one, two. Mic check one two and another one. Another one. Hey, okay, on. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the friend zone. We're back with another awesome episode. Wait, we got Fran we on the track. Talk about DJ Khaled and oh his rebranding, which I've been loving. DJ now Khaled. he's like a, a spoke, like a motivator. On Did Snapchat. you see him with his you shirt off? Did I you see him he, with his shirt off? Yeah, he I said, seen a picture of that. "Wash your back, but dry your back, because it's a cold world." That's what he said. <laughs> Write Look, that shit down. I love I'm him. telling you, he was watching Gia Snapchat. He was watching Gia's because you know she be on there giving the word. She Shout does. out to Miss Gia. Shout Sermons. out to her. Yeah, hey, I don't know. Her. DJ Khaled looked like a harp with his shirt off. Oh. So I was like, God damn, a like harp. a harp. That's a small word for a big man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think I'm about done. it. I understand. <laughs> so what are we talking about? So today, yes, guys? welcome, 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 welcome to the Friend Zone, which is your weekly look into all things mental health mental wellness and mental hygiene because who in the hell hell? thought i was going to do the drum roll this week but i'm not (laughs) who in the hell wants a musty brain i know i don't (laughs) who in the hell wants a musty brain not me the same not me the same i'll never be the same i'll never be the same with a funky brain brain. i I don't want to get on the train oh green and green Speaking of music, let's congratulate all the Grammy winners. Oh my God. I'm actually yeah. really excited thank that you, Jasmine you, Sullivan. Shout out to Jasmine <laughs> Sullivan. <laughs> oh, thank, you. Like, thank you, thank you. Th- thank it's you. Sounded so sexy. Too. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Jasmine Sullivan's got nominated twice, I think, which she is deserves so exciting. It. Her voice is, I love is, her. is literally an instrument and she knows how to play it. You hear me? I'm just glad she's back. <laughs> and her writing. Yes. Oh my, oh my God. God. I'm just glad she's back and she is here. And she is staying because I remember being so upset when she when left. She took her break. Yeah, like I remember not listening to the last album for so long because it and it was a bomb ass album when I finally heard it and everybody was talking about it. I was like, I'm not listening to this because Jasmine quit and I won't get performances. And I said all this shit. And then I listened to the album, changed my life, and mm-hmm. then she came mm-hmm. back. It was like the Lord did that for me. 
Bloop. Right. Guess what we get early this week? Our song. Oh, yes. Come on. Just, it just came it to came me. You know, right? it, you know, it, it comes to me like an eviction notice sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so it just comes to me. Just come right to me. You know. So anyway, speaking of Jasmine Sullivan, there's a song that she has that was unreleased, or it may have been a bonus track. I'm not really clear on which one, but it wasn't in the front with the other ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a song that she has called "In Vain." Right? Oh my God. It's one of the most beautiful, lyrically yes. robust songs i have ever heard in my life because you know she can write her ass off she yes can. she don't write no songs half ass she write with a full ass she write <laughs> but, but, but uh <laughs> she has a song called in vain where she's speaking to her lover her ex-lover and telling him that she hopes that everything that he gave up and everything that he sacrificed when it came to the years that they had spent together and and the life that they had built she hoped that it wasn't done in vain and mm. she hoped that that mm-hmm. the, she hoped that the new girl in his life was everything that he wanted and everything that she wasn't. And it's oh, just the lyrics. It, it, it is. It I'm is mature. a. She she said, and what makes it worse, <laughs> the part that that really gets you, she says, and what makes it worse, you try to leave without a reason. Don't I deserve a reason? After all these years, don't I deserve a Please, reason? Please, what are so, you trying to do to me right so, now? So everybody's homework this week. If you want to get in all the way in your feelings, we we didn't been twenty five with Adele for twenty five minutes too long. So let's switch it up this week and get in our feelings with Jasmine Sullivan. Because Adele's and, gonna sell for the rest of the year. And let's look up Jasmine Sullivan in vain. In vain. Absolutely, that is our assignment for this week. Mm, I'm and you with know it. What? In vain. That kind of reminds me of a song that I might have mm. listened to when I was cheated on. Mm. So I think- we need to have a cheat playlist. Oh, right. What song? Uh, look at all y'all felt that. Oh. What songs do you? Li- you know Is this what? gonna be that's the, that's the, the icebreaker? icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just doing everything. You know what? Early. Oh my god. So okay, y- 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 no, y'all can talk about cheating. I'm gonna be over here while y'all talk no, about cheating. No, you first. <laughs> what do you mean? This is sad you that know, you have to have a playlist because it happens this wait, often. Wait, no. We, are we gonna do it later for the icebreaker? Or you want it right now? Let's just start it off. The playlist? Yeah. Ooh. Um, the heartbreak playlist. So wait, playlist. These, you know are, what? There's these are a, songs that get you through a heartbreak? They get you okay. through. Okay. Oh. Oh, I, oh, I'm ready. Well, because <laughs> you know what? I also have a song. This is real unique. Um, There's a song about cheating. It's about a girl. It's Cassie and Dev Haynes, I think. Oh. Stray. Um, yes. Do you Stray, remember Stray? Yes. It, that's not a song to get you through heartbreak, but it's a fucked up song because in the song she's talking about a nigga that's cheating, and it's like Brandon Hines. I, all right, Brandon Hines. Yes. That's what it was. Um, and she's like, you know, I'm good. Don't worry about you cheating because I I cheat I I'm cheated too. Good. Oh, that's now right. That's awful. <laughs> and not to say that I've done that or been in that situation, but that was a fucked up song that I liked listening it to. Just made you feel after powerful. I was cheated on. I remember after I was cheated on and it was discussed. I used to listen to that song to fuck with his ass. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh no shit no just shit holding so, his head. so we'll start the playlist with that song okay okay <laughs> well i'll take your cassie mm-hmm. and um hmm oh i'm gonna give you some time you know what this is gonna be really this is gonna sound so random but i promise you bonnie ray <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah all at once, all, Listen, or no, all at all. Uh, what's that? Bonnie what is Ray it? Song well, I love. he can't make. What is it? I can't make you love me. Oh yeah, turn down the lights. Oh, <laughs> and then <laughs> Prince redid it. Oh, turn down the throw bed. Throw me, just throw turn me. Turn down dark these room. voices inside my head. <laughs> oh my god. Ooh. Right. 
turn down these voices. Ooh, like, y'all not playing. You gotta close your coat to that. You gotta everybody got a coat <laughs> look, on. Look, Hold you, your look, coat you, at you the see top. I fix my scarf over Hold here. your coat around your neck and roll over to the left and say, Ooh. Okay, gotta swatter yourself. You, you see to. I'm over here hugged up. No, you legit. Bonnie Ray will take you there. Bonnie Ray has a song where she's saying how um I think it's called All at Once or something where it's she's talking about um it's just a really good fucking song by yeah, Bonnie Ray. She's it's a hell of a writer. Or something like that. I don't know. We gotta look it up. What's your breakup or or mm-hmm. uh, heartbreak song? Well, I have so many. Actually, well, first of all, everybody knows, and for those of you who don't, you're about to know, that I am a huge Mary J. Blige fan. Oh, so gosh. I, y'all know, like, Mary oh. is, like, my favorite <laughs> With artist. With more, it's more like, which album? There you <laughs> go. Right. right. Not even a song. So, so, for me, you know, so because that's, like, my, my thing, I, I'm attracted to songs that are emotionally raw like that and just just mm. out there. You just reminded me. I like I'm a about vulnerable to play her vocal, tonight. right? <laughs> I love I love a vulnerable vocal, right? Mm-hmm. So believe it or not, even though this person is completely ashy and just <laughs> disgusting right now, you know, but Keisha Cole got some good fucking songs. She do. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say she it. got some great. She has some good. She has this song on her first album called "We Could Be," where she's saying like, "If we could be friends, it'd be all I need. I'd give you whatever you want, and you know, never would leave you up front. Like like it's just it's it's." The writing on that first album is all about relationships and it's all about really communicating in a pleading kind of way, but being able to express yourself better like that as opposed to normal conversation because, you know, she's crazy. <laughs> so, but that's like the perspective the whole album is written from. I never really, I never really gave her a lot of burn. I mean, I've heard like her singles and I, I like them. Right. I can't but tell my, you what they are, but I, I like that. My, you um, know Keisha Cole's singles. You can name three of them. I don't know about three. <laughs> if you get three, you get a gold star. Um... <clears throat> Come back to me. You get a nice ratchet. Should have cheated. Red tatted. <laughs> I should have cheated. cheated. I changed my Wait, mind. Wait, can we talk about Fantasia though? Ooh. Free yourself. Ooh. Oh if my you God. don't oh. want me, don't talk to me. Just go ahead and free yourself. Oh, so listen, this episode Fantasia? is actually called she the said, Feelings Zone because <laughs> y'all motherfuckers ain't playing. She said I took a lot of too much to handle. I took a lot of too. Yeah, I want to tweet that right now. Fantasia had a, that song, um, Only One You. Oh, my God. And when I broke up with someone, I used to That's just a love listen song, to, though. No, I know. And I was just so in love with that, what could have been. And I used to listen to that song, Sad as Fuck. Like, All but, right. All right. Let's get out of my feelings, y'all. So, um. Well, I have one. I have to. I still have to give my song, right? Oh, yeah. And I just had to take a pause for the kids to look up the lyrics because I wanted you to know why. Mm-hmm. It's not a song many people know. But, um... Uh, this song is by Most Deaf. Actually, it's a Most Deaf song, mm. and it's called "You Are the One." Mm. And um, it, it samples uh, "If I Don't Love You This Way" by the Jackson Five. Which, if you're a Jackson Five fan, you know that song. If mm-hmm. you're not, you probably don't. Yeah. But it samples that song, and it's a breakup. It's him, you know, just waxing about a breakup about the person that he just broke up with, but he's bitter because she's the one. And so, just wow. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna give to you that. guys an excerpt right mm, here. That sounds so hard. He says, better because she's the one. Yeah, he says. That's exactly how I feel. He says we went from we gonna conquer it all to mm. nigga I'ma see you in court. I never would have thought. Damn, I guess I better think again. You know? Okay, now the shit is really sinking in. We ain't just divorced. We ain't even fucking friends. Cause in the end, it was all about the ends. 
That's what he's okay, saying. Most. Like like he said Yeah seen. He said how could all the how could all the how could all the magic and passion just vanish? We went from outstanding to making me shout damn it. Can't explain the changes, behavior is outlandish. This is a great song, I'm telling you. So my my song for a breakup, it's a big fat middle finger to whoever just, you know, wrecked you over the emotional calls and just drug your face through the mud. It's called You Are the One by Most Deaf, but it's the letter U. Dustin about to have me. Yep. Shower sliding tonight. I got got some stuff for Oh, wait, we can't forget Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Catalog. Losing Game. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh. There's too many sad songs. Tears are on their own. Tears are on their own. What about Sia? Sia's another I one. I haven't listened Breathe to a lot me. of her. Yeah. I've listened to like her popular Elastic stuff. Elastic Heart. She, she has don't a even song. want to show Actually, her damn face. So I you know, know she's going through it all the time. <laughs> she has a song called Elastic Heart that is. It's amazing. The lyrics. And she's written for every damn body on yeah. the face of the earth. She so. sure has. She's actually, my. I'd say, in my top three of like songwriters. Ooh. Yeah, so I really got Sia, Soldier Boy, love. and who else? <laughs> Soldier <laughs> Boy, James Fauntleroy. Oh yeah. yes, hi James. So freaking. <laughs> I love him so much. He's yo, he is perfect. so fucking dope. And he, he actually just said Cocaine '80s is coming out with some new oh, stuff. I'm there. So I'm excited. Yes. We need it. Oh, absolutely. All right, Ooh. let's shift from the sad songs. Right. <laughs> so today we wanted to talk about our favorite thing in the world relationships mm. most yes. importantly y'all's favorite thing in the world <laughs> i mean what else is there <laughs> life life <laughs> oh stevie wonder oh yeah okay mm. all right um, elton john so, so you just oh. oh elton john will put you through it so y'all just don't want to this just is just gonna be a music episode yes yeah, we honestly. This is the friends, the friends on the musical, right? Okay, the breakup list. Just name literally. all of our our dope the ass. musical. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at y'all just thinking of more songs. <laughs> I got plenty. I'm telling you, Carrie, I got plenty. Carrie Hilson, let me down. Oh my God, man. you know, you know that's. I don't like, know that one. Ooh, am I about to be sad tonight? Ugh, I gotta write these down. <laughs> So let's let's um, <laughs> what part of relationships do you guys want to tackle today? Because Lord knows, Lord knows, I think there's a lot what, to talk about. I, okay, okay. So why don't we just go ahead and do it, right? Mm-hmm. I think that we need to just go ahead and talk about the thing that nobody really wants to talk about because on either side of this coin, it's a shitty place to be. Let's talk about cheating, right? Mm. Even if you're the person who cheated, you <laughs> feel you know like what? shit. If you're the person who got cheated on, you really feel like shit. So let's talk about it, but let's talk about it from both perspectives. Is everybody cool with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Asante, <laughs> I'm, I'm just listening. Nodded, so I'm just listening yes. so y'all uh, have a fun conversation. No. I'm just fucking with y'all. <laughs> y'all know need, I'm real sensitive about my, my relationship. Perspective. That's good. We need that. We like getting all sensitive on the friends. Okay, fine. <laughs> Who wants to start? Dustin. Dustin. Yes. Oh, oh, so today so we, you have could... to pick, we have to pick a project manager. Who, who, like Nene Toastar Jones, <laughs> who put you in charge of project managers? Did who? you see Omarosa with Donald Trump? And moving on, because I'm not giving Donald Trump one second of our airtime. All right. Um, so you right. Thank you. Was he so, really disqualified, or was that a I, Twitter I hope rumor? So. He said some really fucked up stuff right, again, as usual. And as so, usual. And so people are saying that this time what he said was too far. Actually, will disqualify him from the race, and also any be, any other um, Republican Christmas. candidates that don't denounce him 
they become disqualified as well. That's wow. what I read oh, today. Okay. Well, I hope that well, was real. Well, go ahead and get the, Listen, disqualified. I, I, I'm ready for the carnage. How about y'all? <laughs> <The> <laughs> that's, that sounds like grounds for a party. Yeah, he's had enough fun. Hey. So anyway, yeah. I, but yeah, when it's time to pick the leader for the cheating conversation, oh all our roads point to Dustin. <laughs> all um, roads. Yeah. I, just, I think that cheating is honestly something that, A, needs to be defined by the people that are involved in the situation. So- it's 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 not up to you know i uh, cheating does not mean the same thing to everybody i'll put it like that number two i don't think that cheating is i think that more often than not cheating when people cheat outside of like marriages and committed long-term relationships i don't think it's simply motivated by a physical desire to have sex with another person it's often motivated by something that's broken in your relationship currently and those things when you when you have the trust and the life experiences that are that come along with being in a long term relationship, you can become <laughs> resentful of your partner when things don't go well. Right. And so when that happens, <clears throat> a lot of times sex, your sexual relationship is one of the first things to fall by the wayside. Um, and a lot of times that's how cheating starts. So it's quite easy to vilify the cheater as just a whore or a dog or whatever or somebody that's just a slut. But it's really not always about sex. And I think that that's something that needs to be understood because if people get that, then it becomes easier to forgive someone for cheating on you when you know it's not motivated by you not satisfying a physical desire for them. Because that's one of the parts that's most devastating about being cheated on, right? You feel like you're not hot enough or worthy enough or whatever. You feel like or you're less enough, than. period, yeah. And so <clears throat> if you understand that it comes from somewhere else, then maybe that'll make it easier for some people to forgive and fix it and then move on. Right. So that's just one perspective I'd like to offer up because I don't think a lot of people really look at it like that. Well, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I know <laughs> I'll speak uh, for the women who have cheated. <laughs> I've mm -hmm. actually... Oh, um, sucking right? now. Okay. <laughs> cleaning out these closets today. That's right. The, um, I open the door and let the bones <laughs> fall all open. <laughs> I um, have pretty much cheated on, I'd say, every boyfriend I've had, mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the exception of um, my most recent one, mm -hmm. which is funny mm -hmm. <laughs> because mm -hmm. I ended up getting really hurt mm -hmm. in the one where I was 100% present, which mm -hmm. was... Oh, the irony. But, you know, it's life. It's how it works. Um, but for those relationships that I did cheat on, like you said, it wasn't just like a, a thing of me needing more or needing something outside of it necessarily. It had a lot. with, And obviously I can only speak for myself. I can't, like, speak for all women. But right. for my situation, it was that I <clears throat> um, was way too uncomfortable with the idea of putting all my eggs in one basket mm -hmm. a very real place very to be. uncomfortable and so i would spread myself a little bit enough mm -hmm. where it was like i was invested enough to see where it could go but never too far where if it didn't go anywhere if, or if i got hurt that it would be like bad mm -hmm. so you know so it was almost this sort of like um you could have a little bit, but not too much, you know, mm -hmm. and then I'd, my feelings would get involved and then I'd pull back. And it was just this really childish thing that I always kept doing. <clears throat> I would sabotage a lot of my relationships. A lot of times things weren't even necessarily going wrong. They could have actually been going really well. But sometimes mm -hmm. being in relationships that are good for you can actually show you 
how you fall short in right. a lot of ways. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You know, it's not always the shitty relationships that make you, you know, see yourself, but sometimes the really good ones, you can actually find ways to feel like you're undeserving mm-hmm. or you don't even know how to open up to it and receive it. I've had people that are really good to me and I didn't trust it. I was always looking for the out, always looking for the red flag. It's almost like my mind could not, for whatever reason, believe that there was a healthy-minded person that just wanted to love and protect me. I always felt like it's bullshit and there's something's going to happen. Just this really childish sense of sabotage always. So I always ruined um, a lot of my relationships and then... I was in one that was really long and we fought for each other a lot. We really, really wanted to be there like equally and pushed each other. But then in a lot of ways, he knew too much about my darkness, Mm. if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So Mm -hmm. even though we fought through it, it was was almost like like we were looking at each other like I just know too much. You know, like I know too much of your bullshit, of your ways, of your lies and we knew too much and couldn't stay together in a weird way. We had it was almost like if if you're gonna be this better person you've turned into, then you have to let go of like how much I know about you. And it was just a mutual decision to let go. And that was tough. Um and then the most recent one is the one that I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try something different because what what do they say in the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to actually jump all in and just give 100%. No cheating, no worrying about, like, if this is going to work or not. I'm going to just take each day as it comes. Just who cares if it goes wrong? How many times has it gone wrong already? But it might actually work this time. You know, and that's what keeps me going. Like, what if it freaking works? And it absolutely did not. (laughs) (laughs) But... I'm in a space now where even it falling apart, um, I don't feel as destroyed as I have in the past because I have a better understanding that it hasn't come together yet because I'm not together yet. So the people that I'm attracting are very clear mirrors of who I am and where I am. And if it's still not panning out, then I'm still not panning out in a Mm. lot of ways. So it's just a reflection on me. And I've learned to stop pointing fingers. That's the biggest thing that I think, you know, people with their subtweets and all these things, like, just oh my God. just look in, just look in, you know what I mean? Look in, read what you're supposed to read, eat how you're supposed to eat, do the thing, get your playlists up. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there get are a lot of very up. healing things. Yeah, Kia, you know. Kia car too. <laughs> Kia car too. Slash attire too. I loved, four. um, did you see Erica Badu had like an ask was it Ask yes, Badu? Yes, she was what? providing video responses. Yes, video, yeah. 30 second video responses to her fans' questions on what? Twitter. It was so fun. I literally watched all of them. And someone asked her advice on getting over a breakup. And I loved her advice. It was what so she good. Say? She basically said if you feel like you can't let someone go, then don't. Keep calling. Keep chasing. <laughs> she was like, don't. Keep chasing them. Keep calling them. She was like, it's going to take you to get your weave pulled out and snatched a couple <laughs> times for you to evolve. And if you're not there yet, you're not there yet. But you will get there. So if you Amen. still want to call, then go call. You know, get Come hurt on. a few times. And I was like, that's so real. But I do for president. Right? I like that. That's some real ass advice. Because it's literally what I did with this last relationship. I just felt like I I had to for one in for one time in my life 
for me, not for anyone else, but for me, I had to know that I could treat someone well and that I could give 100%. I just had to know that I could do it. I had to know that I wasn't this product of my environment so much so that I couldn't even get past those definitions you know so real you know and i had to just do it and it did not freaking work out and i got burned crazy i won't get into details because there's really no need for it but but just know that even when you do everything right it's not always going to work out and that is okay too that's right but and you know what sometimes what i learned that cheating necessarily well what i was teaching myself because i was cheated on and uh I decided to look at the situation from a different point of view. I was upset when it first happened, not because um, not because I was cheated on, but because of how I found out. Oh, my God. It was like one of the messiest ways ever. Like Ugh, your friend call you up. No. And it's like, so look, this happened. And like, I feel like you need to know. So you hear from somebody else. Some shit just happened to you. It's like one of the most like devastating feelings ever. And I remember having like to call this nigga right after and to hear some bullshit and at the end of the day, we decided to move forward. Like, I decided, um, you know, he was young. It was still, like, a very new situation. And we were together. Like, it was known. It was, like, not that. And it was really fucked up, like, who I was cheated on with, that whole thing. But we had moved on, like, in the moment. Like, in the moment, I was, like, like it took some time. We took some time apart. But we came back to the situation. And I missed him. And, like, I really wanted to give it a chance. So our relationship didn't fail ultimately because of the cheating. Because it was literally that one time. Um, he didn't cheat on me after that. I totally believe that. Great guy. But I did feel it was very odd that <clears throat> that I stayed with someone after they cheated. Because there were all these other markers of things happening. And that's when I was kind of like, maybe the cheating was just kind of like, a you should just get rid of this now. <laughs> and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like when someone cheats on you, it may not be because they don't love you or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that that's okay, but... <laughs> it's fucked up to think that you could be with somebody that have cheated on you. That wasn't like the meaning of that. But at the same time, I have tried to be in the position to give someone the benefit of the doubt that uh, cheated on me and not to judge people that cheat or anything like that. It's just another vice. Like, um, hell, I'm probably an emotional cheater. I probably emotionally cheated. And, you know, it was never discussed because I remember just having really close relationships with other people uh, like men mostly and it was more always I just kind of wanted brothers it was never like a sexual thing but I, that always looked weird to him and I remember that being a whole thing because moving from Atlanta which is a really gay city where you could just be friends with gays all the damn time to New York where it was kind of like we have gay here but not we necessarily <laughs> of that but you know what I'm saying like gay men it is so weird to be um for me what from what I've noticed it's so odd to be um, affectionate with another male in public sometimes because you're gay. Like, even if it's just, like, a shoulder grab, whatever. And so I remember... Um, you mean between, like, two, like, people that are in a relationship or, like... No, just be- just between, like, regular-ass people. Like, you know, like, if me and you were in the street and I ran up on you and I just started, like, massaging your shoulders right quick, like, what up, player, something like that. Like, it would be weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, when straight dudes do that, it's nothing. But when gay men do it, like, it's a whole other thing. So, for my boyfriend, who wasn't so used to, like, the gay brand as I had brought it from Atlanta, I'm being really, like, you know, feely with guys. Just regular shit. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> and so, it looks a certain Are you laughing at me because you think I'm a cheater? No. No. Because <laughs> people, because I do sometimes, Fuck the rest of the shit, because I want to get into emotionally cheating. Because I do sometimes, like, talk to people, and it be some other shit, and I don't realize it. 
Like, I've accidentally dated a girl before. What? Wait. <laughs> like, I've accidentally gone on a date before. And, like... <laughs> accidentally? We should put a pin Asante, in this for a what different... what the fuck are you talking <laughs> about? We should put a pin in this for a different day, for the, as far as that goes. This is so funny. But it was just really crazy. I was in a relationship with this guy. He just wasn't used to me being so, like, affectionate towards other men in a certain way. Well, I guess that brings up the whole point of what's your definition of cheating. Right. Oh, well, he definitely cheated. Like before all of that other stuff, oh. but I do wonder if he kind of feel like I did cheat on him. Obviously, me listening to the Cassie song, coupled with me always like hugging niggas when I see him or whatever, and not, like it not meaning anything to me. Yeah, I mean, there's emotional cheating. I think is I don't you know when people say like it's worse. I can see how that's worse because it's more of an investment. Physical, most people are in and out, literally. <laughs> and yeah, but, but what if you just the ugh. type of person? I mean, it's all bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm in no way justifying. <laughs> I think... I'm um, justify. <laughs> one thing I will say, I I'm, I hate saying it because it's, it's something that most people do not like to hear, but yeah. I'm, cheating is not make or break for me. Okay. I can mm-hmm. honestly say that. And I can honestly say that because I don't want to be one of those women that goes online and condemns all these things and tells yeah, people don't yeah, do that yeah. and know your worth but then right. like secretly <laughs> i'm like yeah. texting my ex like we could try again yeah, like right. i love you yeah. like who's that on instagram <laughs> <laughs> and you know for me because i was so young like i remember it being like a big thing like oh is this going to be make or break for you and for me i was just like I, oh man i don't really know and it wasn't because of the actual cheating it was just that, like, damn, this is, like, a mess with my fucking friends. Like, do I keep this shit? Yeah, but- for me, it's more the lying. Just, like, wh- that's the real issue to right. me. Like, I'm not going to go ape shit about the sex or whatever. But it's just, like, why are you okay with creating an environment where we're lying to each other? That's where I have a problem. Like, that's what shows you how people are so used to being in such a messy, unhealthy, toxic relationships where they come in with these vibrations and they think it's okay. They think it's normal. And I don't get that. Like men will be the first ones to be like, oh, you can't trust women and hoes and da da da. But then it's like, okay, but you didn't even give me an opportunity <laughs> to show you anything different. You already came with your ex's baggage. I'm trying to fight off mine. And then we're recreating the same relationships that we've already been in. Like, what's the point of that? You know, and Mm. I don't think people take the time to heal, number one. That's the problem. Um, You need breaks, people. Like, Mm. relationships are a lot (laughs) emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. Give yourself a break. Clean yourself out. You know, I, I now that I'm older, I do that. You know, I give myself I mean, I don't. T- define it i'm not gonna sit here and be like 90 days but, <laughs> but <laughs> you know when I'm fucking feeling. yeah you know when you're back you know what i mean you know when i won't say you got it out your system because i don't know that you ever really get people out your system but you just know how to cope and you move forward and you accept right. it you know right. and and i think you know you know when that's when that time has come and then open yourself up but if you just jump to the next even though i know it makes life a little easier to do that sometimes <laughs> but like when it comes down to it, it it's such a waste because you're not going to get over that person that's it why i would rather just way. date i'd rather just date i would than to get in a relationship to get in a relationship and feel all the pressures that come along with that i think that people like 
I like new. I know just for me, I like new energy. I love meeting new people. I love meeting new people that I'm attracted to. I love flirting. I love getting confirmation that they're attracted to me. I love, you know, connecting. Like, I love that process. And I know that about myself. Mm -hmm. So why would I put myself in a situation that, A, I won't be able to do that anymore. And, B, if I did do it, I would be hurting somebody else. Right. When I can go on the same dates, spend the same amount of time, do all of the same things without being in a relationship. That's what I You have get. to be mature about the shit at a certain point. You like, got to grow up. And just know what you have to offer and what you want. Do you really even want a committed relationship? Do you want to look at the same person every day? Do you want to live with somebody? Do you want to challenge yourself to be monogamous? Do you want to, you know, have their issues become your issues? Do you want their family drama to become your family drama? Do you want to intermingle your finances? Do you want all of that? And or you know do you what? just want sometimes to spend some good quality one-on-one time with someone that you're that where there's a mutual attraction, a mutual respect, and the trust that comes along with a romantic relationship when it's on good terms? You can have all that and still be a single person as long as you both respect yourselves enough to be honest about what you want and where you are with things. And I just feel like that's a lot less complicated. So, see, but the only thing I was sorry to cut you off. No, the only ahead. thing I will say about that because I've mm-hmm. tried that, mm-hmm. but that becomes a game too because humans are humans and emotions can't really be scheduled. You know what I mean? So, I've been in a situation where we both agreed. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. We really like each other. We have a lot of the same interests. We like going in the same places we had mutual friends and it was really fun but then which one of y'all started liking the exactly other one? every time it's you know and he, every and he like kind of had like got a little snappy with me one day because he wanted this isn't the most recent this is right, before right. him <laughs> he wanted me to go with him to new year's mm-hmm. and i was like to like with him and his friends and i was like i think that's a lot i don't know i felt like that was a lot mm-hmm. of closeness like because now I'm coming with you to New Year's. Now it's going to be a conversation. Now people are going to be interested. <laughs> like, right. why are you guys, you know? So I was, and I would have to fly out. Like, he wanted me to fly out. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, I don't I don't think that makes sense. And ever since that conversation, everything went to hell. Mm-hmm. Our relationship totally changed. We hung in there for, like, maybe another seven, eight months. But it just wasn't the same. Like, mm-hmm. suddenly he had a wall up and, like, now I had to kind of dig a little deeper to get him to even, like, have emotions that before he was so easy to express, you know? And then I was like, what was the point of this then? If, you know, and then in a toxic, weird, twisted way, him running from me <laughs> made me want him more. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. humans That's are weird. And then he didn't want me, and then I was freaking out, and then I didn't want him, and he's freaking out. I was just like, okay, this is just makes no sense i don't i don't get what we're doing half the time (laughs) like seriously people are and this is my question to you dustin okay and be honest i will as honest as you're comfortable being okay are you comfortable with this setup because you don't want the fear of ever having to lose someone or be really hurt that's definitely part of it when you go when you they say if you knew better, you do better. So, like, when you right. go through a breakup or when you experience somebody, um, okay. So, like, here's how it works, right? When you're in a relationship and somebody entertains advances from other people or 
does anything that you feel compromises your commitment that feeling of devastation is not fun at all who are you telling and so you have to learn how to interpret all that you have to learn how to do the self-work you know what i'm saying so that you don't feel that so that the devastation is a little more tolerable like there's so much involved i don't ever want to feel like that so i don't think it's a fear as much as it is an awareness like i don't want to go through that ever again so I would rather just do things on my own terms, but always be honest with the other person involved so that they are clear on what they're getting themselves involved with and we can have the best times. That New do you Year's think you're blocking yourself, though, from nope. potentially building like deeper layers with people? No, nope, because over time you build those same layers. That New Year's Eve trip you talked you're talking about, I would have gone. I, I like those situations where we can do something as traditionally um something that's traditionally associated with you know uh, a relationship yeah a relationship yeah. or you know being out front together we can have those moments we can we so close and we've been doing this for so long i can come spend christmas with you and your family and you could come spend with me and mine one year and who cares and that's just what we do we just kick it like that we have that rapport we go back with each other and that's just our thing so like that works for me so mm-hmm so that same type of person you would just like keep around i don't think it's like mm-hmm. well no go ahead because like for me i'm thinking about like if i'm dating people mm-hmm. like just on me personally when i date i don't think about taking this person around like my friends or whatever until a certain stage sometimes it depends on who i'm dating um so i'm thinking like if i was friend and if i had to go on that trip how like going i feel like would probably send a mixed signal if i was on the other side of that and that's why for me, I was thinking like, damn, like if you would go like, damn, wouldn't that be some other shit? But that's just kind of what I was thinking about on my end when it was, um, you you know how you say they always just like you and fall hard and shit like that. And you just don't want to do certain things and cross certain lines. And sometimes it's because you want it to be a process or I would like for it to be a process. So when I feel like I'm not ready to take a step, um, that would fuck me up. And so like it would be fucked up for me to think how it would feel on the other end of that and i always think about shit like that when i'm like dating somebody sometimes yeah and it makes me hold back fuck like for me i'm i you know i just have to be honest and clear about everything okay and because I, i i what i have learned is that when i feel like i can't be my authentic self in a relationship and this goes for um romantic relationships and platonic relationships if i don't feel like i can be my authentic self I'm not really into it and I don't want to be in that space. I want all my relationships to be genuine. So I have to be, um, I have to be closer with people who I'm involved with romantically that are clear on exactly where I am and how I feel about committed relationships and how I feel about public relationships or how I feel about any of that, what I'm capable of. I'm honest about that. What I'm not capable of. I'm honest about that too. And so I found Although sometimes you you are challenged because you meet people and you guys, you know, have strong feelings for each other and one of you wants to move toward that, you know, so sometimes that's a challenge. But more often than not, I've been people that like tell me thank you. They're like, you know what? I don't really like, you know, X, Y, Z. But one thing I can say is thank you for always being honest with me. Well, absolutely. Because right. you're giving them the That's you, it. I give up. you an opportunity to manage your own emotions. And I think that that's so powerful and that's what's missing. Like, I always tell people I don't expect perfection. And I don't even think effort is necessarily enough 
but just don't pretend. Yeah. That's it. Like, I don't understand why that's such a hard concept. I can tell you why. I can tell you exactly why. Why is because it such a hard nobody concept? wants to, when you really care about somebody, even you though your show behavior, your best. And, and even though your behavior, you know, may have been less than stellar, the one thing you don't want to do is like let them down or, or just like blatantly hurt them you know of your own behavior not of their interpretation of your behavior but like something blatantly hurtful right so you lie when you're in a situation like that in conversation where you know you could say something potentially damaging to them you lie or you say what you know is 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 a possibility if you operate at a certain level so they could tell you like you know i'm all in tell you i'm interested in you know a future together or whatever even though they may not have those feelings, they know that's what you want to hear, and ultimately they want to make you happy. So they lie. It's not a malicious lie. Sometimes it's just a lie that's so unnecessary and stupid, but that's why right. it's motivated in that. But I guess the issue I have is that, you know, when I was younger coming into relationship, I started understanding people's struggles with monogamy and I could say that because of my own struggles, right. you know, because I had my own emotional issues with it. Um, unfortunately, too, my mom used to totally find it so funny that I was like such a cheater and she encouraged <laughs> it and my grandma encouraged it. <laughs> and everyone around me was like, yeah, like you can't really mess with friends. Yeah, you know, it was very. They didn't have, they felt, they didn't they have to worry about it. you. They loved yeah. it. They were like, you never see her heartbroken over no man. <laughs> like they, it was like pride for them. And it was fun for a long time to be seen as that woman in my family where they kind of felt like, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> right. But the older I got, I was like, y'all, this isn't cute though like (laughs) i shouldn't be running out here like purposely breaking people's hearts just because y'all's heart got broken and i'm supposed to be the superhero avenger (laughs) you know what i mean so it wasn't cute and i had a lot of really bad influences growing up um but one thing i will say is that i just i started realizing that the problem is that people are very uncomfortable having honest conversations Mm -hmm. so they rather lie or play pretend because it just keeps everything very safe but the more i started being honest with guys about my feelings or attractions and kind of saying let's put it all out there let's talk about it like if you feel something for someone if you have a slip up if something happens let's talk about it i think you almost take the power away if you can figure out why it's happening if it happened how to deal with it after but i but people can't be honest they don't don't like to give that power up for some reason it's the craziest thing i've been (laughs) in situations where the dudes just couldn't and even after if they tell me then they'd totally be like oh my god like i can't believe i just said that and it's just like but if you're living it why can't you say it if this is the life you're choosing, why can't you say it? That's the problem that I struggle with. And you know what? I've been in situation. I I've, I'm I've been in a situation where we were just kind of like f- friends with benefits, and uh, they always had outside people or whatever. But you know, there was that one time they were like, you know, I want to be serious. Take this to the next step. And it's like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like I always say, I don't want to do that because you know, you are just my friend with benefits. Like we're never gonna be more than that, right? So then there's like this tester phase where I'm just like, fine, whatever. Like, I'm going to give you a shot. And then I find <laughs> out a day or two later, like, you done already fucked up. But in my head, it's cool because we're not really together anyway. But I just hate playing that game where it's like, oh, you have to lie to me about some shit that's not even really important. 
Right. Like not to say that if I was if we out. were together and I was cheated on that that wouldn't be important, but I'd rather if I'm asking you about some shit that I might already know the answer to or if I'm trying to just say, "Look, I know the answer to this." And you, we should just talk it out and you're still trying to make some shit up or lie. Shit like that is so draining. And I hate shit like that the most. Yeah, relationships are a lot of work. They are. <laughs> That's why I don't want them anymore. No, well, well, not right now. Not this yeah, it depends on when you ask me. This yeah, week I'm right. going to say uh, I, I need a break. <laughs> I need a, my heart needs a break, man. I've been like the little engine that could for like the past 20 years. <laughs> Well, you know, I've been it's just like brr, brr. I've I've been like off kind of like I dated a while back and then took a break. Took a break and then I've just been kind of seeing people around, so not really dating so much, just seeing people whenever I see them. And but now I'm kind of like, oh, like a relationship wouldn't be so bad. And I was always the friend to be like, no. The thing is that they're awesome. You learn so much about yourself. You do. It's really nice to pour into someone. It's really nice for someone to pour, it, you know, back into you. And there are a lot of elements of being in a relationship that are really dope. But it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. Wherever mm-hmm. two humans have to think <laughs> and mesh worlds, that's just already, that's already a lot Man, of work. Man, shit. I don't want to argue. Okay, I'm trying to keep my I own head together. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to look at your shoes and shit on the floor. I don't want to look at your dishes. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't want to see your hair shit in the bathroom. Oh, like, I don't want to, you, you don't know, like. You don't want to be with me. It's just like, you know, certain <laughs> things about. My bathroom's like a Walgreens. And it's so funny because you feel bad about stuff, but it's a real feeling that you have in relationships. So somebody's got to say it. You know, there's certain things. Like, sometimes I don't always want to hear you chewing. Like sometimes <laughs> when I'm eating, like I'm chewing, like I'm sometimes eating. when I'm eating, I don't always want to hear you chewing and shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes I don't feel like talking. <laughs> you know, while the TV is, you know, I'm watching TV. Why are you talking to me? You oh know? my god! Like, those those are the things that get on that you get into it about in relationships. You don't want to be bothered. From being close, you know. But the good parts are great, and so <laughs> I'm just really grateful. I feel like I have had, you know some great loves in my life. I have too. I can't complain. I have, and, you know, whatever the future holds is what it holds. But as for me and my household, <laughs> we ain't signing shit. No, I'm just <laughs> no, you know, one thing I will say, looking back, like Dustin said, I've had so many awesome loves, and they're all so different from each other. Oh, so I've very learned different. So, so very different, Lord. All of mine is dimes. That's top <laughs> of the line. Cute face, slim waist with it. <laughs> all of all the guys that I've dated, dated like seriously though, like been with, um, are all really special people. Even in their in their crazy, mm-hmm. <laughs> I accepted it. They mm-hmm. accepted mine. So mm-hmm. many lessons, you know. And and I, I like I say, I don't point fingers because I think that um, you attract who you are, and you attract where you are. You know, and it's up to you to use that to to keep going higher and shifting higher. Like now what my last relationship did was just put a lot into perspective for me on what I need to fix and not necessarily fix because I don't want us to always feel like we're this like problem that needs to be like fixed all right. the time. But just what I need to pay more attention to. Yeah, because yeah, that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. an alert system that kind of shows you like, OK, you're. Your heart's kind of lagging over here. Mine's kind of lagging over here. <laughs> what's the one thing what's you wish? On? What's the right. one thing you wish you could change about yourself when it comes to like who you are in a relationship? Ooh, this should be the wellness segment. We can be. I like this. Dustin's takeover. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> hey, Dustin. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, my my shit is what up, Dustin? What up? What up? <laughs> <laughs> the project version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Throw some D's on that. Uh, um, ask one more time. So, what's the one thing that you wish that you could change about who you are when you're in a relationship? Mm, the one thing you wish you could change about who you are when you're in a relationship, because that's a whole different person. Like, you know, the thing about what I want to change is in a weird way. Also, what I really love about myself. Me too. Mm. Mine's is exactly right. Same. And it's kind of like a tricky because my it's, thing is how um patient and compassionate I am. I think it's highly misunderstood by men. Mm. They take it as a sign of weakness mm. or they misunderstand where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Well, she must be crazy if she mm-hmm. can put up with all my shit. But it's like, there's nothing to do with being crazy and everything to do with having so much life experience. And I have such a deep understanding of humans. Obviously, I don't know everything. I'm still learning. But I'm more interested in the learning than in the trying to check you. Right. So I'll be quicker to sit with you and be like, okay, let's... Like, why did this happen, though? Like, let's try to figure it out. And a lot of people are uncomfortable with that because they're so used to it being a breakup, an escape, a disaster. You leave me. I hate you. Then I stop. you. And they don't want to do that work. No one wants to do that that. work. People are very comfortable in their comfort zones, even though nothing ever grows there. But they're very comfortable there. And I think the bad thing about me is I'm so fascinated by pulling people out of their comfort zones and being so loving and pouring into all of their aches, you know, even when they're not ready. And I think it's, mm. it's like a blessing and a curse mm. to feel people so deeply. Cause I really do. I feel them so deeply. Like, and I have to sometimes catch myself and be like, friend, you can't love everyone like that. Yeah. I tell myself that, but then I also say, but that's who you are. How can you tell yourself not to love as deeply as you love and you know what when you were talking about love languages it made me think of something like how we love differently and when i was in a relationship with someone i felt like i was giving to them a lot more in a way than they felt like you know they were giving to me and i thought that that was so interesting because i feel like emotionally like i always try to give all of myself like i always try to like if we have an argument i always want to come back to it and be like look i, w- I want to hear what you have to say like i want to sit and just listen to you, and then you just listen to me. And like you said, people don't like to do certain things like that. Like, they, they're like, what the fuck are we going to listen to each other for? We just argue. Like, I don't want to do that shit. But I'm always the type of person to try to fix something. And not to say that it's broken, but sometimes you do want to just make some adjustments. You want to make sure that the car is riding as smoothly as possible. You know what I'm saying? But um, I always was that person to hold all of the emotions together, I feel like, in a relationship even when everything was going great, like it was always going great because of me, I feel like. And not to say that I was dating some people that I always had to keep up, but you know what I'm saying? You were always the bigger person. Always. And I think that that's... And that's that's a statement. Yeah, like I I can't think of a relationship where I didn't have to always be the one. If we were mad, I was always the one that came and gave that, you know, initiating hug that changed the vibe and then you know i'm always the bigger person and letting go too like oh yeah and i've said this before in episodes i'm so bad at letting go but it's because i feel like everything can be worked out it's just that most people are either too fearful 
or like we said if you know too much about them already like their demons or the things that they've done they almost can't look you in the face and it's almost easier to throw you away than it is to sit with you and be like okay i'm a piece of shit (laughs) this is who i am you know but we're gonna work through it people don't i don't know it's weird because people want like an awesome love but then they don't want an awesome love who wants that perfect love story in a way cliche cliche (laughs) cliche. (laughs) so i don't know i'm I'm, to be honest love is a a very it's a battlefield very uh fascinating thing that i'm still trying to trying to figure out i think i'm getting healthier in my my um interest in it i'll say that Mm. you know i don't need it you know i love being alone I'm happy being home by myself. I don't ever feel lonely. So nice. It's so pleasant. Yeah, it's so peaceful. I'm very productive. My timing is scheduled a lot better, and I'm more focused on myself, which is a great Mm -hmm. thing. Um, So there's no need for it anymore. But um, because I don't need it, that's how I know that I'm in a way better position now. Yes, I like it, (laughs) but I don't need it. I don't want to be your girlfriend. What about you, Dustin? You know what song that is? Is that Vivian Green? Oh, Vivian Green. Or Heather Headley. I always get them confused. How do you get them confused? Who's emotional roller coaster? Both of them. Vivian. Vivian Green. Yeah, Vivian Green. So I think it's so cute. All right, damn. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Dustin? Did you give an answer? No. No. Because I just okay. I you know what? I'm tired of being the person in the relationship that and this is something like seriously i think a lot of people are afraid of really really defining this or really taking ownership of the role that they play in this scenario in relationships and it's something that everybody goes through i'm tired of being the one that replaces the toilet paper when the roll runs out in the bathroom you know what i'm saying because of me you're lazy ass you know you're just running around rolling hand over hand like a muffler you know what i'm saying rolling (laughs) pulling and turning pulling and turning Wiping till you don't see nothing and then you but you but but I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to come in there behind you and replace the goddamn roll of toilet paper on the on the roll. And you know what? Now I'm tired of this. Stuff. I'm not gonna be the one that's always doing everything. But you know thing. what? Things like that matter. They do. Because details. They love do. is in the details. They y'all. do. And I'm glad that you said that because I'm actually all these like little things that I've been doing while like dating and just so you the nigga. You the one using no. the toilet paper. Oh no, no, no. I'm actually the nigga that does not mind. I actually enjoy replacing it just because I know every time I put it up there it's gonna be rolled the right way. <laughs> but I was saying, like, you know, everything that I've been doing is kind of training for if I end up in a fucking relationship. Because you said training. It's it's like training. Like I I feel like everything I do in my life right now is like some sort of training. Like I'm trying to like, you know, starting this business. It's like training. Everything that I'm doing is like uh, doing a podcast once a week, having a weekly schedule, some sort of thing. It's like just training for me. So in a relationship, all this shit that I'm doing, like, you know, between roommates, balance shit with friends, stuff like that. I try to juggle all of that and think about how I would be able to deal with all this if I was in a relationship too. And had to replace the damn toilet paper. So <laughs> when I have to do the toilet paper for my roommates, I always think to myself, like, you know, if I had a man, like, he would appreciate the fact that he ain't never got to do the toilet paper because I always do it. See, so, I love that. That's so Wait, that cute. sounds weird, I though, but that's not... I don't do that for like Dustin, that. though. Like, that sounds weird. When you're focusing <laughs> on the details, like, to me, those gestures stand out a lot more than more obvious things like gifts I think so or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, if I notice that the garbage is just it's always a new bag. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's always new toilet paper roll. Or if, if, you know, we're low on water, don't wait for me. 
you know, come home with it. I'm like, tired of like driving that. all the time, too. Get your ass in the driver's <laughs> seat sometimes. Why you always got to be the one can go well, out I'm and get drunk? I'm from New York. Yeah. Why you always Where got to be the one can go out and get drunk <laughs> and, and, and fall asleep on the way home and shit? Now, meanwhile, I'm sitting up with eyes open and shit. <laughs> now, see, that's, that's a real thing right there. Looking like Lynn Thigpen. Remember the lady that was on Where in the World is Carmen San Diego with the big ass eyes? I'm looking like Lynn Thigpen on the way home. You know what I'm well, saying? Why when I seen Tatiana from Fan Bros, I was like, well, here we are, Carmen San Diego. Where in the world you been? Because you know she was like in Dubai and shit. Oh, shout out to Fan shout Bros. Out, shout out to the friends. I mean, shout to the friend bros. Shout out to the friend bros. Oh, crossover bro. episode coming soon. Friend bros. So, okay, so we did our hot button issue and we did our wellness segment thank you to uh what's up dustin <laughs> what's up what up what up i gave you the teen vogue version <laughs> yeah so <laughs> let's do an icebreaker wait did so we are we not gonna breaker? do the, oh no we did an icebreaker wait so that we should just continue that and we should playlist. name one more heartbreak song that's true one more heartbreak song or one more like breakup song bittersweet by fantasia written by none other than the great Claude Kelly. Claude shout out to Kelly. shout out to oh, Claude shout out. Kelly. Shout out shout to my out. love. Claude Kelly's my best friend since we were thirteen. Shout out. Actually, to shout out to Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony because yes. a lot of the projects they worked on received Grammy nods, like Tori Kelly. Yeah. So I'm excited for them. Yeah, I was they so worked jealous. So hard. They so posted. I get happy when they get praised. They was in Louis the studio York. with Jesse J. Man, I was so jealous. I, I love Jesse J. I love Jesse J. Too. She oh my god. Sing. Oh Jessie my J. god. Let me tell you something. She can sing. I'm telling you. Yes, she can. <laughs> I'm telling you. Undeniable. Oh my God. But Yo, yeah, you so and Jesse J did a song together, friend. Huh? What? <laughs> I know, friend. You need to stop looking at me like Everybody that. Everybody, friend, can really, really sing. Here we go. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but no, Bittersweet by Fantasia. Oh yes. That's a really good breakup song. She said, "I still have a box full of things you gave me. Start to throw it out." But something always gets me. Oof. I'm not as over you as I said. That's what she said. Mm. So if y'all Don't drink Hennessy, this. listen to that. Drink, <laughs> drink you some Hennessy and listen to Fantasia. What and about call him John? And cuss him out. What about John Mayer? Um, he has a song called Daughters mm-hmm. that yeah. is so deep. Daughters yeah, Daughters. Dope. Oh, well, he said all of her walls all continually change because she's like a maze. Mm-hmm. And it ha- and he took him a long time to realize that it had nothing to do with him. Yeah. Mm. So fathers mm. be good to your damn daughters. Oh, so that, that one is- that one affects me a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sarah Bareilles has a song called "Gravity" that's really beautiful about the pull that this guy has, and she's like, "Something always brings me back to you, mm-hmm. and it never takes too long." Kate Nash, nicest thing. Kate Nash mm. has a song called Nicest Thing when she says, like, all I know is that you're so nice. You're the nicest thing I've seen. I wish that we could give it a go, see if we could be something. And she sits, she goes into all these wishes she has. I wish you knew, you know, all these different parts of me. I wish you knew when I said two sugars, actually, I meant three. You know, basically, I wish you loved me. Mm. Like, it's, it's one of the, it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful, I love, like, piano-driven, you know, haunting melodies yeah. that bleed emotionally. I, I love that kind of music. Mm. So, Kate Nash, Nicest Thing is a great one. Um, What's another one? Tough Ooh. Love by Jessie Ware. Jessie Ware is so, 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 so dope. Um, And she has a song called Tough Love, which I, I'm not even going to go into the lyrics. Just Tough Love by Jessie Ware. Mm. Mm. And another good breakup song 
is Freak Hoes by <laughs> not Future by TRU, the original Freak Hoes. TRU on No Limit. They have a song called Freak Hoes um, where they say they encourage you to bounce your ass and make your knees, <laughs> in touch fact, your, touch your elbows. elbows. Yeah. And Freak I think, hoes. like, what more motivating and, and confidence building than bouncing your ass and making your knees touching your elbows, you know? It's it's very uplifting, you know? Women's empowerment, male empowerment. Well, speaking of women's empowerment, you know, Monica, knock, knock. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop knocking. Kick down your dough. Okay. Brandy almost doesn't count. Oh, my God. Almost made you love me. Tomorrow by Brandy. No, almost made you love me. Angel in disguise. Oh. (laughs) Now when Brandy got that. Me. Brandy got that catalog Brandy for alone, you. Brandy alone, just mm-hmm. oof. let's Ooh. not even get into Brandy. But because you remember we had that listening session on the yeah, plane. Yeah, me on the floor. She's single. Brandy stays single too. Well, she's been in some high-profile relationships that haven't really panned out. I remember the. So she's I got perspective. A series. Like, I remember some of the shit going down on the radio. I remember a whole bunch of that. Bullshit. I really thought her and that last guy were gonna make it. The guy she was engaged to once recently. It kind of felt like it was going to be something. I don't know what it was, but I was yeah. like, I, and that sucks. Cause Brandy is like, I think she's a amazing. beautiful girl. She's super talented. Would y'all, yeah. would y'all keep trying? If we were Brandy? No, just in general. Oh, if you I, was, were with Brandy, I was like, what you asking? You're like, what? Would <laughs> you we, keep trying to find it? I, mean, I, I would. Well, you if know, you've been hurt too many times. Y'all know how I am. So, <laughs> but I, I would just keep living. I just keep. I live. I can't. I can't ever feel like okay. I'm looking for somebody that could potentially like get into a relationship with, you know. You just let life just, happen. You just, you just gotta live and be present. That's what makes you exciting, and that's what makes people gravitate towards you. There's nothing worse than a person who you already know what their intentions are. You walk into a party atmosphere or whatever, and they looking, their eyebrows are raised <laughs> up because they always looking to see if you're looking at them. And <laughs> find the next move. It's just so Damn. unattractive. <laughs> like just, just be in the moment, chill out, live, that sounds so stressful. meet people. You know what I mean? And have new experiences, and that's how you stumble upon the love of your life. When you just take on new experiences in life and just meet people in places where you didn't even know you were going to damn be. That's true. And one thing I will say, and this is speaking from experience, every breakup feels like the end of the world. You can't imagine life without them, but you also have to remember how amazing your life was before they even came That's into right. your life. Which is why they wanted you in the first damn exactly. place. Exactly. <laughs> and, and somehow you always... I can think of so many people that I was like, oh, man, this is going to suck, like them not being in my life. But then the next person I got with was way better suited for me. The person after him was way better suited. Every time it was like just a better and better situation, you know? That really, and on a petty note, (laughs) on a petty petty note, note, that really is the best revenge for real. For somebody that you, you know, you were kicking it with and may not have ended on the best terms. But for them to see you happy and know that you're not just trying to make yourself look happy, but that you really are like seriously in a good place and you fixed all the things about yourself that they hated, you know, and you're really living your best life. That's the best revenge that you could ever ask for. So if you ever want to get somebody back (laughs) that you've been in a relationship with previously, just let them see you doing well. I hear that. And, that. and that's not, you know, I mean, seriously, like, let them see you just doing well. And not for the gram, but, that's like, right. in a real way. Not for the gram, for your ma'am. <laughs> now let's get into these letters. 
All right. So if you would like to email the show, the email is thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. You can email us there because I say it every week, and it's also in the bio on Twitter at FriendZonePod. Don't forget to follow us there and tweet Fran, or you can tweet Dustin (laughs) because I don't (laughs) check the Twitter, and I would not. I would like for you all to stop tweeting me things because Dustin told you to do so. <laughs> and make sure you don't forget. Moving Deborah, right on to the to letter. Asante at hey Asante. Hello, friends. You're being rude to the person whose letter I'm reading. You're being rude to the person's letter that I'm reading. Good. Hey Asante on Twitter, y'all. Hey Asante. This one is Hey friends, I love your show. I'm going to skip on down. Now for my question. I'm a grad student living with my parents. I came out to them in September. Technically, I told my dad and he decided to out me to my mother, who was the main person I wanted to tell delicately. She is a born-again Christian. I knew that she would have the biggest issue with this, even with her love of the Ellen Show and the Fosters. (laughs) (laughs) She told me that she does not accept my lifestyle, but loves me anyways. And that's cool. I've been with my girlfriend for over a year now, which my mother knows, and she is currently overseas in the Air Force. So calls, texts, and social media are always way are ways for us to keep in touch and communicate. Who the mama or the girlfriend? Oh, the girlfriends. The girlfriends overseas, so they uh call, text, and social media is how they keep in touch. Okay, because I knew her mama wasn't running shit all the way from overseas somewhere on a goddamn (laughs) boat. You trying to tell me who I can and can't lay down with? Stretch my legs. Why you worried about what I'm doing over here? Go ahead. Um, her birthday was yesterday. The girlfriends, who's overseas again. And Mm -hmm. even though I barely use it, I decided to make a post about it on Facebook saying happy birthday and tagged her, my girlfriend, in it. Today, my mom has let me know that this act of love has was me throwing my sexuality in her face, which is what I told her I wouldn't do. This insanity pissed me off. I let her know that if she doesn't want to see it, she needs to unfriend me because I can do what I want on my own Facebook page. So now we are both mad at each other. I honestly didn't think it would be this big of a deal. So my question is, do you think that posting about my girlfriend's birthday was disrespectful to my mother? How should I go about handling this situation? (sighs) Okay, so here's the thing, right? Your mom is never going to change. Your mom's going to tell you things like, you know, she loves you. You know, she just can't accept that part of your life or whatever. And whatever the hell that even means. But that's what she's going to say to you. At the end of the day, you guys have to figure out some type of common ground that you can get along on. You know, you know that she is not in favor of your lifestyle. You know that she takes issue with it. That part isn't going to change. Do everything within your power to stay who you are. And just to always make sure that you're a familiar person to your mom that will normalize this behavior that she considers abnormal and, and these experiences that seem awkward. If there's always something familiar about her experience with you, that's the best way that you can get things moving on the track towards some type of resolution. Um, you can't have any expectations on your mom's on your mom's behalf. You have to define what exactly it is that you want from your mom. Do you want her to have a relationship with your your people, your partners that you date? Or do you want her to just leave you the fuck alone about being gay? You know what I mean? Define exactly what it is you want from your mother and ask for it so that because remember, this is something that she doesn't understand or know anything about. So you really do have to break things down that you probably feel like you don't have to go ahead and break it down. Be like, no, mom, here's what I need from you. I need you to be there when I need financial advice. I need you to be there when I need advice for my career. I need to be able to talk to you when I get upset with the person that I'm dating. 
not my girlfriend. If it, it just just the person that I'm dating, which is something that you can relate to. I need you in those moments when you needed your mother. You know, just be specific about what you need from her and continue to live your life. I personally don't think that you tagging that tagging your girlfriend and, and referring to her as your girlfriend in your Facebook status was infringing upon anything, you know, as far as your mom is concerned. But you probably come from a family that has people that are nosy and know that you're your mom's gay daughter. So they want to see what's going on and shouldn't be nosy and gossip anyway. So they're watching all of that and saw what you did and reported back to your mom. She took the bait and called you and tried to go off on you. So it all just was a mess. I don't think that you did anything outside of, of any real boundaries. You're entitled to do that. I think you need to have some conversations with your mom. And yeah. I think that suggesting that she remove herself from your page was a good idea. I don't usually get personal on this show, but my mother's been pending on my Facebook for probably three or four years. <laughs> I mean, like she I was pending. I'm never, I'm never accepting the friend request. So it's been sitting. And I don't even know if she realizes <laughs> what's going on, but she will never move past pending because it's none of her business. Right. I'm her son and she has my phone number. I have hers. Right. When we need I to share that. things and life details with each other, we're going to do it the way a mother and son should. See, Facebook, that's too much me and you when it comes to her. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So sense. pending, you shall be. Maybe that's something that'll work for you. But just be very realistic in your expectations of your mom, your, your um, expectations of yourself, and just be honest so that you can create an environment that works for you with your parents that's all i have to I say i think that was perfect advice actually i don't even have anything to add i'm friends with my mom on facebook but she don't be policing me about my statuses no mm -mm. i mean i don't post anything well back when i used to post actively i didn't post anything crazy anyway or anything that i felt like she would think was crazy but i do know a lot of people don't friend their parents on facebook which is understandable. Like, if you black, you know, your parents have beat you for years and said, I ain't your friend, so, like, you don't need to be my friend on <laughs> mm -hmm. Facebook. Like, that's understandable. I don't use Facebook. I yeah. only use it for hate, friend, hate. But, like, on a personal level, like, to show what I've, you know, pictures and stuff, I don't I'm, I don't use it. Yeah. Because it's depressing. Mm -hmm. My cousin's just updating just depressing awful, things. depressing yeah. things all day long. Yep. Who wants yeah. to even be on that side of Facebook? But... Yeah, I agree. Just you guys shouldn't be friends. Keep that world separate. Yeah. You know, and definitely have conversations. You know, that's what I want to suggest. Yeah. Always sit and talk. Try to hash it out as best you can, at least. Like Dustin said, your mom's. It's gonna, it ain't yeah, changing. She, yeah, not, it's at not, least not anytime soon. No, it's not. It doesn't usually work that way, unfortunately. Yeah, with parents, there's not some with some conversations. I feel like you can't have it with your parents, and they'll just be like, okay. Like, I feel like there are some things you have with them, and they be like, look, the times may be changing, but I'm not. But so. I'm not. It sounds like something my mom would say. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much how parents are, I feel like, in certain aspects of certain, in certain things. So yeah, how rude is it, though, to suggest that a person cannot enjoy, you know, celebrating them being in love just because you don't like who they're with. As hard Absolutely. as love is to find. Like, like, and realistically, you know that that is not about your mother, so you shouldn't even question whether or not you were throwing that in her face. Because you know, ultimately, it had, like you didn't say, oh, damn, I wonder how my mom's going to be affected by me posting about my girlfriend's birthday. Like, you know, at the end of the day, your girlfriend's birthday and how happy that makes you should just make you happy. It shouldn't 
put a damper on your mother's day or anything like that. So it really shouldn't affect her. Did she say she was, did she say um, that she was a product of a single parent household? Uh, I don't think she she said it was just her and her mom. I don't think she specified. She said that she was in grad school and she's living with, no, she's living with her parents and her dad, she told first. Oh, God. And then her dad told her mom before she got the chance to tell her. It's just amazing because I've seen so many situations where, you know, single parent, you know, homes and families, the mother or the father, whoever the single parent is, has taken issue with the child's, you know, sexuality or them being in that relationship when you haven't really set the best example, you know what I mean, in sustaining a relationship your damn self. And so it's just amazing to me to see that sometimes. So I was actually about to go in on her mama, but since they still together, don't go in on I'm a retreat. Okay. <laughs> Well, good luck, on a petty note. On a petty note, ask her what's <laughs> going, going on. on what's going mama? on in between your sheets? What's <laughs> going on in between your sheets, mama? And sidebar, we got two songs this week. Let's take it back. There's no, there's no substance to this. No, nothing other than oh it's the God. jam. Okay, the jam. and it is the a jam. universal song that black people love and know. And many ring. rap songs have sampled the beat. It's great. Look up the Isley Brothers between the sheets. Mm. If you smoke, <laughs> smoke. If you drink, drink. If you drink tea, drink tea. Whatever you do, that's your thing. If you want warm milk for you, <laughs> go to bed. Tank. Get you some of that. <laughs> and listen to In Between the Sheets by the Isley Brothers. I like that. So this is probably my favorite email because the first line just says, I'm going to get to the point. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Invite him to be a guest. (laughs) My ex and I have gone through what seems like a divorce. We've been broken up for a little over a year and we're still in touch. There's no romance, but he seems to think he can handle being friends with me, although he acts the fool from time to time. I started dating someone new and I haven't been speaking to my ex about it because it's none of his business. (laughs) However... My new boo and my ex are in the process of getting into business together. Whoa. What kind of shit is that? New boo doesn't know that my ex is my ex. Oh, oh that kind of no. shit. Should I tell my ex that I'm dating his new oh. his new business partner? Or should I tell new boo that the guy he's about to do business with is my ex? Or should I do (laughs) what I want to do, which is not say a damn thing and just hope shit doesn't hit the fan? No. No, you got to say something. You need to talk to your boo immediately. Because it's going to come out. It's it's something we don't know. It's something we don't know. Right. Because how did they even cross paths to end up in business together? So whoever wrote that letter probably started dating one of their exes this was probably some shit that went down like this right they've been they they keep in touch with their ex right so they was probably like looking at their instagram they probably was looking at their instagram you know and watching their pictures that they take that they take at that places they've been they've been broken up for about a year a little you know? over a year yeah they probably saw you know a picture of their ex and, and their new business partner no you think and i it guarantee was, like, calculated? you how 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 else did it go down? I don't know. And Life that's is crazy, why, though. Why else would you be apprehensive, though, about, about, about saying having a conversation anything. if you didn't have anything to hide? Mm. Right. So, so you probably know. don't want your new boo to think that you you're the type the of person to come out. that would date your ex's friend, and you don't want your ex to know that, yeah, we cool for you and around around the house, but <laughs> I'm going to get your friend. You know what I'm saying? You don't want your ex to know that's how you are, and you, See, you're caught. See, this just done this changed is, the whole story. Now I don't know what to believe. So Either why don't you way. write us another letter and tell us the whole <laughs> damn the truth, truth and nothing but the truth. So you write back when you're ready to tell us the truth. Stand up in it. 
<laughs> okay. And can we can we make sure we email them back and tell them to listen tomorrow? <laughs> they gonna listen. Okay. They always listen. They always listen. Well, I hope you listening. <laughs> so please email back Peggy with the rest of the story. Us back when you don't want to lie no more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. Well, email us back with the rest of the details so we don't think that you lying anymore. Well, <laughs> I don't think that you lying no more because I think that you are leaving something else. Yeah, out. something you're not telling us, baby. Come Cause you, on now, because you're you real careful. Because these are the details. We've been broken up for a little over a year, like almost like. You know, oh, there's no romance between us. So you must have met this, like, friend or something in a circle and was like, oh, well, we're yeah. not really kicking it yeah. no more. So why not go over this way? You, See? Can't, you can't out slick a can of oil, honey. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we we know what's going on, all right? So we either you going to tell us or we going to put the shit together, all right? Y'all is so funny. Um, Do we have time for one more email? Yes, we do. All right. Uh, So this one is my boyfriend and his female roommate. Mm. My boyfriend and I had been living together for more than six years. We have a beautiful child together, and we have never had problems with infidelity. Hmm. Mm. Um, recently, thanks, thanks for the inspiration. Okay. Recently, I graduated <laughs> from school and got a great job offer in my field. The only downside was it was two hours away. My boyfriend already has a good job in the city, or had a good job in the city, and we were already Did he leave living. it. Left a good job. Well, in I don't the know. City. I want it to be correct. <laughs> uh, we were already living in, so we decided that I would move with our son to my new job location, two hours away, and we would try long distance. Since our relationship is very strong, we were both comfortable with the move and the new chapter in our relationship. We've been seeing each other almost every weekend, and now after four months of long distance relationshiping, things couldn't be better between us. All right. All right. Right. I like this energy. Our housing situation in the city we were living in together was very expensive. And after me and my son moved out, he could no longer afford a large space in a college town for three people by himself. He decided to find something smaller. And a friend of his said that he could move in with her for a super cheap monthly rate. He took her offer. He did talk to me about it. And at first I seemed okay with it. He seemed so happy to finally be able to save money on rent. So I felt like I couldn't say no, although I really wasn't comfortable with it. The apartment is spacious and he even has his own bathroom, but something inside me is really not comfortable with my boyfriend having a female roommate. Like I said, he's never cheated on me before and I have no doubt of my trust in him, but I'm still so very uncomfortable with his living situation. I, At times I feel like I was wrong for letting it bother me so much when I know I can trust him and more importantly how awesome it is for him to finally love in a, a live in a place he can afford. I'm normally very, very busy with work and my son and I have a lot going on. There's a constant ache in my head and my stomach am i crazy are my feelings valid despite the fact that i trust him how can these feelings go away please help do you think he cheating do you think he's sleeping with the roommate oh gosh i think he can sleep with the roommate because you know what you know what they no. probably laying up watching empire together. no don't do that Stop. They, probably, they probably be probably quiet hugged up on the couch watching love and hip-hop and shit be quiet Not excited rushing home getting each other you want something to eat what you got a no, taste for no, I'm kidding. But, 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 Doesn't but. Doesn't just ruin Christmas. It's not necessarily him that she has to, to be concerned with. It may be that roommate. She don't know anything exactly. about that roommate. But what that's kind of, that, that what don't kind help. of, she let me ask that. you something. If mm-hmm. you have a male friend that's in a relationship with a, a woman, mm-hmm. 
you gonna not offer him to come stay with you, even not. though you know you got your your genitalia completely under control. You know no, what I'm saying? I wouldn't. Are you going to offer the space, or no. are you gonna respect her? I've been her? in a similar situation with uh, my best friend was dating a girl, and mm-hmm. she was so uncomfortable with the fact that his best friend was a woman, mm-hmm, me, and mm-hmm. but I was very. Uh, protective of him because mm-hmm. I was happy for him and mm-hmm. I wanted it to work. So I knew my space, you know, Absolutely. and I didn't. I never did anything that would make her uncomfortable if I didn't have to show up somewhere that I felt was important because mm-hmm. it was, you know, for him. I just wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of have to know your role. I mean, but this girl also isn't his friend, so she doesn't have any investments in him. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with you that a lot of the times, I mean, temptation is a mother. <laughs> my thing is it could even not be his intention that's but what if I'm it's saying. there exactly that's what I'm but you know, i think she y'all knows come that home, you come out the shower for that girl to offer because remember in the letter she said <laughs> that the girl offered that to him right she said his friend offered for him to come stay with her y'all not helping her she know that he was in a relationship y'all with that woman she know that him and that woman have a son together and that the woman and the son move two hours down the street she knows that he's a man that doesn't cheat on that woman. He's a good man trying to work and take care of home and stuff. That woman is going to try to to put it on him. No, you, stop. And so if I were you, if I were you, and this is just the real deal. But if she, I were she you, could also just be a really good friend that wants to yeah, help. She, she might not even be thinking about him. No, she, she I might have faith in like, what if she is Like what if she is like, you know, like a girl that be going out and sleep with whomever. And she just like that there's another man in the house. So like dudes can't then come back. Then she should communicate that. I mean, why? Why would she communicate that because when she could just issue. have this front? So what I'm saying is she needs to say, you know what? The the To me, the burden lies on that friend. If I was that friend, I would reach out to you, lady that wrote the letter, and I would make sure that you were 100% comfortable with your man being in the house with me. So, I so would. wait. So I would reach out to her and I'd be like, listen, they I know a that. House meeting. So your so your advice would, is this for is the, the conversation that I would have had with her, and my advice to her is that the okay. woman did not have this conversation with you, so you need to do whatever you have to do <laughs> to get him up out of that situation. So what the woman <laughs> could have done to make all this okay was just reach out to her and say, "Hey, you know, I just wanted to talk to you because I know that the potential is there for this to like totally go crazy or look like something is completely not, and I want you to know from me." that he and I are in a completely platonic friendship. I am not interested at all. If anything, you can reach out to me and I'll help you watch out over him. Right. Like crack a joke and just be like, it's totally not like that. And even though she probably still wouldn't have believed her, at least then you can make, you have opportunities to like, do like you said, friend, take advantage of every opportunity to respect your space. Right. And over time you would have conv- been convinced and trusted the lady. Now you're in a situation where it's like you don't doubt your husband, your your whatever he is to you, but something's off. You said you just have these feelings that won't go away. Listen, it's not that she don't trust him, but something's off. So that's what I'm saying. It's that lady, and she needs to be on guard of that and just (laughs) watch the situation. This on this lady, she might just be well. She already good ass friend. Well, she's already on (laughs) guard about the lady. Like she's already on guard about the lady. So like. <laughs> okay, so oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, girl, suck, watch that lady. It's my advice: if you are feeling some type of way, you should just, you know, sit with your husband, see if it would be okay for you all to just sit with that lady, and like just kind of get to know, because there shouldn't be anything wrong with it. Your husband will be like fine, and honestly, if you sit with her, you might be able to no, like say it, friend. No, listen, say listen. It. No, just listen. If you sit with her. You may you might be able to see firsthand why you feel the way you feel, and after you've received that confirmation, 
you should totally move forward however you want. See, move I forward. wouldn't give them an opportunity to know what I was thinking. If you if you <laughs> want to know if she wants you, well, to know, you don't have to say like I want to sit with your friend because I want to know if she's a bitch or not. You could just be like, I just want to come over, you know, hang out, and blah get blah a blah. Vibe. Yeah, and a- after that one, if you see her panties, like, oh, I left my panties in your room. <laughs> Stop dog. it. No. Then, no, but I'm just saying, like, the from there, getting awful. But well, I'm just I saying, mean, you know, you have to see firsthand because do, it's going to drive yourself agree crazy. That is good advice. I think it's weird that she hasn't met with them yet you know that she seems so like out of the loop that part is a little weird to me because i would think if we have a child and we're in this yeah i want to know who's around my child it's kind of a little serious at this point but only thing i will say that's tough though and you guys know this deep down everyone listening you know it in your hearts you could talk in circles you could have 10 house meetings a week when that temptation hits when attraction hits when you're in the thick of it, it when happens. you see something Shit you happens. want. That's when it's so good. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are ruining this spot. She is never going to listen to this again. Oh, my God. That's so awful. Y'all are terrible. No, listen. As someone <laughs> who has dealt with heartbreak and cheating, I know that shit sucks, and we're in no way making fun of your no, situation. Not, not at all. Because not I at all. We your friends. You, I'm trying to, to help. Look, damn it. <laughs> we your friends. We want to give you the real. So right. I just I do think that you should talk to him though, because at the end of the day, he's the only one that's obligated to you. Yeah. But feelings. to kind of bridge the gap with my uh my advice and Dustin's advice, if you are sitting there with her, and then in that moment you feel like. I think this bitch just tried me. Maybe she did. So you might can run with that if you want Don't to. let her fix his plate, girl. Oh, yeah. Hell <laughs> oh, my no. God. For real, though. And we're not saying that to be funny, but, like, when you feel something, you know sometimes when you feel something, the reason that it bothers you so much is not because you don't know, but because, hell, you might know and you just don't want to come to terms with it. Like, you might have already seen some signs, and that's why you sent this email versus... You know, it just yeah, but something. the hard part becomes because she sounded so trusting of him and so strong, and their relationship was so awesome. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, I can't sleep because I don't know what's happening. Well, it really and might... what sucks is that you, it's the not knowing. Like he could very oh, yeah. well just have a freaking roommate that's helping his life work out. You know, and right. now he, you know, here she is thinking all these awful things that could very well not be happening. Right. You know what I mean? And that sucks. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the roommate, you know, she's sleeping with other people and she just like having a man in the house so somebody come over, you know, he could beat their ass instead. How long did she say this living arrangement had been going on? Four months, I think. Four months. And mm-hmm. so in four months, she's you, she's never... You're going to have to write us back. <laughs> because I want to know why in four months you haven't taken your child up there to spend the weekend in the house. No, she said that they've uh, been visiting every weekend. Where? Is what I'm asking at her place or at the place he is with that woman? Mm. I don't think she said like exactly. See, that's what I want to know. I want to know if she's like going up there and spent the weekend. You know what I mean? It's just a lot. You gonna have to write us back. But that is regardless, though. That's a tricky situation. I don't know if I would feel okay. I'd I know be worried I would. too. Yeah, it's just human. It's human. Attraction is a drive up there, girl. <laughs> and just walking house. Get your get your stuff. <laughs> get your things. Get it all. Go up there. <laughs> get your stuff, nigga. We get your stuff. Like just go up there and tell them. <laughs> go get. Go get. Go get. Girl. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, I'm sorry that we laughed, but it's because we feel for you. 
because we've been there before. We have yes. to laugh to not cry. And I'm trying to keep you woke out here, okay? It's, you know, it ain't always pretty. It ain't all roses, Mary J. But y'all got another damn song this week. <laughs> Look up Roses by oh, Mary J. Blige. We got the triple play today. Okay. Look up Roses by Mary J. Blige. She says, it ain't all roses, flowers, and poses. It ain't all, it ain't all candy. This love stuff is demanding. It is. Honey. So it's not It's not all Who good times. So you're going to have to, a lot of times it's not the person, it's the environment. And like friends said, temptation is real. Oh. Keep your eye on that heifer. <laughs> Keep your eye on the heifer that opened the door for him. That's what you do. Go and ahead. I and I want to say two things before we leave. The first one with temptation. Yes. As a reformed cheater, <laughs> please don't say once a cheater, always a cheater. That, I really hate that statement you. because thank it's you. so people evolve, people study and grow and really look into themselves. I have changed a lot. And I've, you know, had discussions with my exes and we worked it out as much as we can <laughs> to be cordial. And, you know, you can change. People can change. Men aren't all cheaters. Let's not say that. Let's not assume all women are like you get, you know, you you're going to get a reflection of yourself. So just use that as a springboard to study yourself and mm. don't go into things expecting anything. I think that's the best way to that's not be right. disappointed. Absolutely. Yeah. And for those of you, and this is coming from my personal experience right now, s- number one, don't wake up loving people if you're not interested in loving them back. Mm. It's very cowardish. Mm. It's unnecessary. Like Dustin said, there are tons of ways to have an awesome life. We're having fun. But if you're looking for love and you know you can't give it or you know you're s- too scared to receive it, then leave people alone. Amen. Okay. Please. And don't Friend be word. right and don't be so fearful. Don't be so fearful. I'm I'm noticing a pattern with our generation where so many of us are spending so much time fearing the loss of something that we can't even enjoy it when we have it. That's right. And yeah. that's a really unfortunate space to be in. You know, that's like I, I it's sad to me now when I see it how many how much pride and ego and fear just gets in the way of people just having really awesome connections. And I, I hope that we can somehow start looking internally on those things. And you can't have fear and love mm-hmm. at the same time. You know, they're pushing each other out in your heart mm-hmm. for room. So more love, guys, more love. The hippie mm-hmm. speaks. <laughs> we got- <laughs> more love, yeah. Right? to sing more love yeah more love. <laughs> we hope our advice wasn't too shitty this week <laughs> yeah the lit verbatim you took the words out of my mouth yes y'all motherfuckers ain't playing no more we love you y'all about guys. to end of the real friends <laughs> we love you year. guys thanks for sticking with us we know the intro was a little rough this week but damn it we wanted to have fun what? it was funny the intro me. was awesome That's right it was about. good Did you forget well, i just wanted to make sure we always on the same page so the intro was all of that <laughs> we love you guys thank See you for listening next week. protect See your you magic next week.